Shema Yisrael Adonai Eloheinu Adonai Echad. Hero Israel, the Lord our God, the Lord is one. We've been here before, and for some reason, the lessons of history have not been well remembered right at the moment when it's most acutely obvious that they should be. And the lesson right now is what do you do when the Holocaust is unwrapping uh, right before your eyes? And, of course, it doesn't go straight to uh, the end. It doesn't go straight to concentration camps. There are so many earlier stages. And the church in Germany was tragically cowardly. Uh, One of my heroes and many Christian heroes, many Christians' heroes, is a Lutheran pastor by the name of Dietrich Bonhoeffer. And ultimately, Dietrich Bonhoeffer was hanged by the Nazi regime, naked, in shame, for his participation in refusing the Nazi regime, in saying no to them, in defying them, in conspiring to actually assassinate Hitler. And he was attempted to be silenced by Hitler, as so many Christians allowed themselves to be. And one of Bonhoeffer's most important quotes for Christians and all people of right thinking and good conscience today is the following. He said, silence in the face of evil is itself evil. God will not hold us guiltless. Not to speak is to speak. Not to act is to act. And there are many, very, pe- very many people providing comfort to genocidal Jew haters right now in the West. Most acutely, those who march under the flags of those people who perpetrated a genocide against Jews in Israel recently. And yes, I do mean the Palestinian flag, because it was not just Hamas who who poured through those fences. It was not just Hamas who went to their garden sheds and picked up whatever instruments they could find to do grievous bodily harm out of nothing other than a sociopathic hatred for Jews. It was not Hamas who paraded in the streets and danced and celebrated when their children live-streamed their barbaric acts of butchery and inhumane behaviour. It was under that flag that it was done. And that was a flag of war, of invasion against Israel. And as it stands now, the war zone, which is Israel, is fast becoming the safest place in the world for Jews. A war zone. People in London, people in New York, people in Sydney are planning their exit, their escape to the relative safety of Israel. And as I said in last week's editorial, Israel exists as God's authority for Jews to defend themselves, just as Queen Esther commanded after, with the authority of Ahasuerus, uh, the king of Persia, when Haman conspired to kill all the Jews. He then gave his authority to Esther to make a new command, and she commanded that all the Jews unite, gather together in one place, and unite to defend their lives. That is why Israel must exist, and that is why people of good conscience must say Israel must not only exist, but must very imperatively defend itself. Well, in this episode of the Church and State Show, I'm going to be joined by two Australian Jews who are here to tell us about the warning signs, if not the flagrant evidence of open Jew hatred on the streets and the internet of uh, Australia and the West as we see it here in our own hometowns, what we can do about it, because the only thing we must not choose is silence. This is the Church and State Show, and I'm Dave Pello. May all that you stand for and that we stand for be preserved under the providence of God 
for the happiness of mankind. The trouble is caused by unthinking people who carelessly throw away ageless ideals as if they were old and outworn machines. But it is the values of individual liberty, equality before the law and the supremacy of people over the state to which we can always with confidence return as a powerful and uniting force. Australia is not a secular country, it is a free country. Well, joining me today in a very sombre episode, I, I like to, you know, we, we often talk about serious things, very political and debated issues, but I... It's you've got to approach this issue with a sense of grief if you have any kind of heart for the things that break the heart of God. Um, and I hope that I'm constantly um, sensitive to the things that break the heart of God. Uh, coming up later in the episode will be Dr. David Adler from the Australian Jewish Association. But joining me right now is my guest, David uh, Jason Steinberg, from the Queensland Jewish Board of Deputies. Jason, welcome to the Church and State Show. Thank you very much. Thanks for the very warm welcome. Uh, let's get straight to it. Um, the rise of anti-Semitism is real. It's it's disturbing, um, and I, I don't think. It can be over-sensationalised. Um, would you please share with the viewers and listeners just some of the facts that you're aware of um, as the president of, of the Queensland Jewish Board of Deputies? Yeah, so in, in Queensland, we've got a relatively small Jewish community of, of maybe around 5,000 people living as far as Cairns and Townsville and, and down to the Gold Coast and gather and a little bit into into Byron Bay and out west and and 85 to 90 percent of those people are feeling less safe or very unsafe since the terrorist attacks that Hamas uh, perpetrated on Jewish people on the 7th of October and that is frightening because if if 85 percent of all Jewish people in Queensland are feeling it and the same number applies across across Australia and across the globe. And why we're feeling like this is because for the first time on our streets in Australia, we've seen the chance of gas the Jews, the celebration of the murder of innocent Jewish people, the capture of hostages, which are still hostages today. Mm. So 240 people, men, women, children, babies, a Holocaust survivor, are all being held in captivity by barbarians of Hamas. Where is the world speaking up about this? Where are mm. people in the streets of Queensland saying those hostages need to be released? It's, it's over 30 days that they've been in captivity. You can just imagine. Well, it's hard to imagine, David, what they're going through at the moment. Yeah. So that's why Jewish people are very concerned about what we're hearing and what we're seeing. There is, there, is Jew, there is a volcano of Jew hatred out there that are attacking our young people, that are attacking our Jewish institutions, and it seems like the clarion call of Hamas to eradicate Jews from the world has been mm. heard by these people because why else would they be being so anti-Semitic and yep. so hate, so full of hate towards Israel. Yeah, no, I I completely agree. And and I mean, there just needs to be some intellectual tests uh, applied to the behaviour that is being tolerated and and participated in. For intellectual test number one, if it was Muslim against Muslim, would people be as upset uh, by the airstrikes which Israel? is taking in its pursuit of the destruction of its genocidal enemy, Hamas? Um, and the answer is no. They wouldn't be upset because they hate Jews. They don't hate Muslims. And the evidence is nobody's talking about the half a million death toll casualty from the war in Yemen, where it is Muslim against Muslim. They're only upset when it's Israel defending itself uh, because this is political and it is spiritual. The second intellectual test is if you replaced one demographic, Jews, and had the exact same rhetoric 
targeted at homosexuals or blacks, uh, there would be such a hue and cry, rightly so, uh, that this kind of behaviour would be roundly condemned in every public square, in every platform, and uh, the people perpetrating this would never work again because they would be unwelcome as unfit citizens to participate in civilised society. But that is the behaviour that is being tolerated uh, and that is the hypocrisy that is being perpetuated. And I don't know why so many people, even from my own camp of right-thinking, conservative Christianity, uh, are finding a unity ticket with radical Islamists and radical socialist leftists. It's it's mind-boggling that they can't see the 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 sheer uh, evil in their rhetoric and their philosophies right now. No, you're you're spot on. I think what what people are failing to understand is that Israel wants peace with the Palestinian people. They've mm. sought a two-state solution for decades, and that's been rejected. And what people... So that's number one, from my perspective. People need to understand that. Number mm. two is Hamas has a pathological intent to destroy Israel and every Jew in it. They're not, they're not interested in peace and never have been. So how yes. can Israel sit down with them and talk about peace? They, they control Gaza. Israel's not been in Gaza since 2005. The West mm. Bank that's, that's operated by the Palestinian Authority and the Fatah movement was, was Hamas's enemy. They, Hamas mm. killed the Palestinian representatives of Fatah. So with that context, why is it that on the streets of Brisbane, and, and people in Queensland believe that there should be, a, a, a Israel should be condemned for its actions. Yes. Uh, it, is, it, it is beyond belief that that is the way that people are behaving. And when you talk to people about slogans, like from the river to the sea, Palestine will be free. And you say to them, do you know what that actually means? That means no Jewish person, no Israel between the, the River Jordan and the Mediterranean Sea. And they go, mm -hmm. oh, does it? Aren't, aren't Hamas just freedom fighters? And in that, we have a problem in our society. I can't fathom how people don't understand that, uh, that the Hamas charter uh, is not, I mean, they, and they spin themselves. They've recently had some kind of innovation where they say, oh, no, we're not anti-Semitic. We're actually just... Uh, anti-Zionist and yet um, Article 7 of their charter still says uh, kill every Jew wherever you may find them um, and uh, and for people to not know that <laughs> like you said it's physically impossible to sit down with an enemy who refuses to negotiate and end up with peace uh, who refuses to recognize your right to exist and refuses to allow you to have one square inch of, of what they consider uh, Muslim soil. So, so the, the other fact which is missed on, missed on people is the Jews are the indigenous representatives of the land of Israel. Archaeology right. tells us that. The Bible yep. tells us that. So, so for people to be, again, on the streets of Brisbane saying that indigenous land rights in Australia is just like Palestinian land rights in Israel, that, that is a lack of education and a lack of understanding. And, Correct. And just to, just to put in context again for your, for your viewers, is that what Hamas did on the 7th of October and the murder of 1,400 people and the capture of 240 people was the worst atrocity since the Holocaust. Yep. The barbarism that that Hamas did to innocent people, the, the butchering, the, the unspeakable things they did to mm. unborn children, to children, yep. putting, and, and those things have to be shown up to a mirror to these people yes. who are saying that free Palestine's a good thing because we need to free Palestinians from Hamas who are yes. their government, controlling yep. them, using their people as, as shields, putting yeah. rocket launchers under schoolyards and hospitals. 
Why, yep. why aren't good people, David, thinking that this rhetoric they're hearing is just factually wrong? Call it yep. out. And, you know, people are so polarised by social media, they, they have a, a cognitive dissonance with any fact that they hear which uh, doesn't support the narrative that they're pursuing in their mind. They are predisposed to calling every uh, evidence against their existing position propaganda and dismissing it. It takes a barrage of information uh, to to overcome. And, and, you know, you use the word unspeakable act and I, and the fact is that that it is. It's not hyperbole. Uh, the the horrors that were perpetuate, perpetuated upon Jews on October seven were unfit content for description or publication, um, and and it should break everybody's heart and drive them to tears to see a human doing that to another human. And, and, like, I would love to share the details to open people's eyes. I would love to describe the videos. But at the same time, it would be the cruelest thing to do to do that. And, I mean, the information's freely out there if anybody's lacking it. It was live streamed by the animals themselves. But uh, to, to do that, uh, the only appropriate word in the absence of, of sharing the explicit details is it it was unspeakable, and we do have to struggle for words to to contain uh, the magnitude of the violation of basic morality and 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 human sensitivities that one person could do. I mean, the horrors of war have been aptly described for decades, and and yet October seven seemed to trump them all and and defy all previous imagination of of and and even Hollywood creativity. You'd think that this is. This is beyond a movie in in its depravity, uh, and yeah. and yet there's people marching in the streets criticizing Israel. I mean, where is the sincerity for for concern for Gazans? Well, okay, so come out and rebuke Hamas. It's real simple to get a humanitarian pause, free the hostages. There's these war crimes being perpetuated still by the initiators of this conflict. And you're criticising the people defending themselves. It, 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 this is this is just wrong. It 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 beggars beggars belief, doesn't it? Really, when you it when does. you articulate it as you have, that there are people living in our wonderful country in our wonderful state who will actually say, "Well, no, no, it's it's Israel's fault because of the oppression of seventy five years that the poor Palestinians have had to go through." And and that justifies putting babies in ovens and killing them. If it, it was true, it. if it was true, it doesn't well, justify. But that, but I, I take your point. That's what people are arguing. That, that's right. And 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 it just beggars belief. If if we take take the world back eighty five years, so eighty five years was Kristallnacht when the Germans took aim at the Jews. The world did nothing, nothing. Right. It started the Holocaust. It was the green light for the Holocaust. Shame on us that we did nothing in Kristallnacht. Well, shame, shame on the world. The world has a chance now to stop this from happening. And, I, and it's upsetting because when you turn on your news and you watch what's happening in France and in Germany, where homes, Jewish homes, Jewish businesses, Jewish property is now being tagged with, with stars of David and the word Jew. Have we not learnt anything from 85 years? Where are the good Christian people standing up and defending that yep. in Europe and in Australia? In, indeed, where are they? Uh, we have a chance to be positive and to actively reject silence uh, because silence in the face of evil is itself evil, as Bonhoeffer famously and truly said. Uh, this Sunday in Brisbane, people from the Gold Coast and the Sunshine Coast and uh, southeast Queensland, please come from as far as you can uh, 
and join with uh, me and uh, Jason Steinberg and so many other Christians and Jews and right-thinking people who will be saying no to anti-Semitism. There is a peaceful event organised for 10am this Sunday, the 12th of November, a public event and procession in Queen's Park, which is in George Street, Brisbane. Uh, we will be together saying no to anti-Semitism. Not in our day. Never again. We will be standing up for Israel's right to exist, for Israel's right to retaliate and defend itself against enemies who are sworn to its destruction. The procession will start and end at Queen's Park and attendees are invited to wear blue and white and bring Australian or Israeli flags. Um, Jason, thank you for inviting, uh, creating this um, event. It's, it's great for me to be able to uh, find a practical way um, beyond uh, social media um, to to actually stand with Jews and say to you, um, we love you, uh, we stand with you, we feel your pain, and we will not be silenced or intimidated uh, by the evil forces which seek to destroy either your homeland or yourselves. Thank you, David. And as you, as you say, this is a positive way that that we as Jewish people and our very close friends in the, in the Christian faith and, and other faiths and beyond uh, faith groups to come together to stand up for Israel, to stand against anti-Semitism and also call on the release of these poor, innocent hostages that are being held in yeah. in you can only imagine what they're being held in and situation. But, you know, I must, I must maybe start with an apology to, to your listeners that the timing in the morning on a Sunday is not ideal. Unfortunately, there is a another event in the city at that time, uh, in the afternoon, I should say, in the afternoon. So we're working with the authorities to make sure that, that we're, we're before that. Uh, the other other group was ahead of us. They booked in earlier. Uh, I, pr I appreciate that some people may not be able to go, but we're hearing your prayers. We're, we're reading what you're what you're saying on on social media, and we know that you love Israel and you support the Jewish people. So if you're unable to make it, we do feel that you that good people are standing up, and for those that can come. Uh, as you said, David, it's a, it's a peaceful event, marching a couple of blocks around the city, starting Queen's Park, finishing at Queen's Park. And I, I wish that I could say that uh, we, we won't be doing, we won't have the need to do this again. But I fear that if what we're seeing in Europe, what we're seeing on our shores, it may grow like, like the virus that it is. And we will we will need everyone's support. I, I might also add that um, some of our political leaders are not showing leadership during this time. There are some political parties that have taken the bandwagon of the pro-Palestinian movement without condemning Hamas's atrocities, without acknowledging the Jewish people's right to to celebrate their faith in, in Australia. And, and we feel that they are contributing to anti-Semitism in this state and in this country. And I, I would implore any, anyone who's listening to, to call out that behaviour from their local politicians if they see them behaving in a way which isn't supporting humanity. I might conclude by, by, by reminding um, viewers that the Roman Empire, the Babylonian Empire, the Nazi Empire, just to name a few, all, have yeah. all tried to exterminate Jewish people. Mm. But we exist, we're, we, we are strong, we have our own state in Israel which is fighting for her life at the moment. Yes. But, but we are strong and we prevailed throughout those millennia and we will 
prevail in this because, as you say, it's a fight between good and evil. And yep. what the world is seeing now is the evil of Hamas and the attempt to eradicate Jews from the land of Israel. And mm. it, won't, it, it won't happen because we will prevail as, as a Jewish race and we will continue to bring and share light to the world. And, and that's why we're here, to yep. bring good to the world. Yes, and and that is self-evident. It is a miracle that a people so persecuted, and and so massacred and targeted in in every nation where they've ever had a significant population, uh, yet flourishes, yet contributes so disproportionately uh, to the human flourishing of of the world in in science and. Uh, and technology and and um, sheer hard work ethic um, it's it's a remarkable contribution and and it's also evidence of the sovereign God's hand on Israel to regather as he alone can after he scatters Jason Steinberg thank you so much for your time and Shalom Jerusalem thank you G'day, Damien Curry here. Are you having trouble keeping up with the news and the flood of information coming at us all? Want to understand what's going on clearly and simply without any hidden agenda? Well, great news. The Other Side Australia is back every Friday, now right here on ADH-TV. It's your weekly short circuit summary of the best news commentary from Australia and abroad. And join me for the Other Side interviews on Tuesday nights and on demand right here on ADH-TV. Shema Israel Adonai Eloheinu Adonai Echad. Hear, o Israel, the Lord is our God, the Lord is one. Joining me now is Dr. David Adler from the Australian Jewish Association. Uh, David is a Jew and he is also quite conservative, a frequent writer uh, for The Spectator and makes frequent media appearances as well. Welcome, Dr. David Adler. Thank you, Dave, and uh, thank you for your support uh, at this critical time as well. It is a critical time. We will uh, come to that in just a moment, but please give us an introduction for those who haven't heard of the Australian Jewish Association. What unique space do does AJA uh, fill in the Australian Jewish activism landscape? Well, uh, I, I guess the easiest way to say it is that the Australian Jewish Association stands on two major foundations. Uh, one that you've alluded to, we tend to be centre-right conservative from a political perspective. Uh, and the other, which is important in terms of setting our values, is that we're guided by uh, Torah values, we're guided by the genuine uh, Jewish values. Uh, that doesn't mean that anyone has to have a particular level of observance. Uh, that's an individual journey. And we have people involved with our organisation that vary from quite orthodox to completely secular. But we ask those that get involved to at least respect um, the genuine Jewish values. Uh, in terms of our position, uh, it's been really an interesting rapid growth uh, and anyone can go onto the social media, such as Facebook, um, Twitter, Instagram, whatever, uh, and you'll see that the Australian Jewish Association is by far the largest Jewish organisation in this country, as measured by wow. the number of followers, as measured by uh, the engagement with, with the community. So on... Uh, uh, on Facebook, we have about 50,000 followers, which is um, mm. huge for a, a Jewish organisation. But more importantly, mm. uh, and certainly because of the conflict, there's been uh, a major um, increase in activity in the last few weeks. But one of the measures that uh, a platform like Facebook provides is what your reach has been on a 28-day rolling cycle. And ours is currently well over 10 million. Uh, it, it's, wow. it's just massive. We've, as a result, mm. been noticed by um, a lot of the media um, and they're following our social media 
and uh, often when things are said by our organisation, within hours uh, it's picked up and published in uh, uh, the online version of various newspapers and then subsequently in the print, uh, quoted on television or radio, uh, etc. So our, our whole footprint um, has been very substantial and even more so in the last few weeks. And I have no doubt that a lot of your success is due to the very uh, common sense positions you take, um, as you alluded to, centre-right oh. positions on on so many issues which, which aren't uniquely Jewish in any way. You took a very sensible position on The Voice, Correct. and I know you were a very uh, sensible voice against statism during the COVID tyranny years. Um, and we could get into a lot of that right now, uh, politically, that that interests the, the nerd in me. Um, but for the sake of time, sure. um, I want to get to really the, the, the crux of, of why we're talking today, and, and that is uh, Israel's right to exist and defend itself, uh, as well as the... Quite upsetting. It's hard to maintain a, a smile in the interview posture because it's incredibly upsetting to me, a non-Jew, to see the rise in in violent, virulent Jew hatred. I think anti-Semitism's almost become too benign a word, too beige a word. Um, but a Jew hatred, I, I think, uh, means the same thing, but um, is more understandable and relatable. Um, by by more people that we're seeing around the world with um, yes. Jews in uh, in America being barricaded in the library and not even able to be evacuated by police uh, about you know supermarkets and shopping centers being um, being hunted uh, looking for uh -huh. Jews uh, by by uh, airports being stormed as a, a plane of evacuees arrives um, with ostensibly the goal of killing the Jews uh, that have arrived. Uh, it, it seems like if this isn't post-equivalent to Kristallnacht, then it's getting very close to to that day in our modern society. And, and that just makes me want to weep for the world, for Australia, and, and for uh, my fellow worshippers of the one true God. Uh, well, thank you for those words, Dave. And it, it has been um, really upsetting and uh, and very scary. Uh, look, to be non-PC, uh, most of it has come from uh, one demographic, uh, and I'm not by any means suggesting that uh, all Muslims are violent uh, or that they're all haters. But there is a. I've been using the phrase um, political Islamists. Yeah. Do you find that a, a useful distinction between them and general Muslims? Uh, you can. Uh, Islamic extremism, because they, they certainly are extreme. Uh, and we have received many dozens of threats, uh, many. And we've been in touch with the uh, security authorities, both federal and state, on a reasonably regular basis. And by that, I mean a few times a week. Uh, there have been physical attacks uh, in Australia. Not all of them have been reported. Shame. Uh, and uh, it, it's, it's most upsetting. It, it's like uh, the lessons of history uh, haven't been learned. And Indeed. I, I asked the counter-terrorism police during a meeting, um, you know, we're getting all these, all these threats. Have there been any significant threats in the other direction? Have there been any significant threats arise out of the Jewish community towards um, Arab Muslim community? And their answer was zero. Well, I think a, a really good example or, or parallel is the conflict in Yemen, where over a half a million people have been uh, killed and, and slaughtered as the acts of, of war rage on. Mm. Uh, there's the, I mean, how many children have been killed there? And, and yet a war involving Israel gets a microscope. Uh, a war against Israel gets a microscope. And, and it seems that we could be forgiven for therefore concluding that nobody kill, cares about the children 
in Yemen who are killed by Muslims. For sure. And, and, I mean, another, an, another very big example uh, is Syria. Uh, I mean, the, there's been, uh, in, in effect, a civil war of sorts uh, for years, many hundreds of thousands of people killed. And interestingly, um, there is a significant number of Arab-Palestinian uh, refugees in Lebanon, Syria, Jordan, you know, surrounding countries. So when the Yarmouk uh, refugee camp was basically flattened by Assad and somewhere in the order of two to 300,000 people killed, no reaction here, none at all. And these are people of exactly the same heritage that are involved in the conflict uh, with Israel. So, and of course, uh, you would agree with me, and and you will correct me if I'm I'm wrong, uh, that we mourn for all loss of life, all 100%. human life being equal and made in the image of God. Exactly, uh, nobody wants death, um, but sometimes uh, a an ideology emerges that is frankly evil. Uh, yes. ISIS was regarded as an evil ideology that had to be uh, eliminated. Uh, the Nazis um, in the Second World War reg were regarded as an evil ideology. Uh, the Americans went after Al-Qaeda um, following 9-11. And Hamas is at least as bad as those. I mean, some of the evidence of the barbarism that's come yes. out of what happened on the 7th of October, yep. um, frankly, is sickening. It, it, it's stomach churning. Yeah. Uh, I, I've seen images that I don't want to um, see again. I've seen videos. Yeah. Um, there are forensic reports, and it's not hard to access um, a lot of the evidence uh, if, if you want to do so. And Correct. journalists have been shown um, by the Israeli government, uh, including in Australia, there's been a special screening of some of the evidence from the mm. CCTV in the area and the body uh, cams. Uh, yeah, um, the, the, yeah, the self-published evidence by, by these animals uh, is is beyond belief. I mean, the the Nazis had the the shame, uh, sufficient mm. shame to try and hide the evidence. Uh, these Nazis, the Hamas Nazis, um, they self publish for the world to see. It, it's it's incredible. Uh, David, tell me about some of the. Uh, I mean, it, it's perhaps understandable, uh, or even maybe not understandable. Let me rephrase. It's predictable that uh, an organisation like the Australian Jewish Association and a public figure like yourself uh, would be the recipient of threats and mm. hate um, when there's a conflict involving Israel. Um, but tell me about some of the experiences that uh, you said haven't been reported that you're aware of or, or those that have that are being experienced by ordinary Jewish citizens of Australia. Well, one of, one of the most prevalent and saddest, frankly, is what's happening to Jewish youth. Um, university campuses have, in some instances, uh, become physically unsafe places for Jewish students. And in others, um, they're subject to harassment, abuse, uh, constant propaganda, um, denigrating Israel and uh, supporting Hamas, frankly. Um, we know uh, Jewish students that do not feel safe to go to campus and uh, universities um, are frankly not able to cope with the volume and are making some special arrangements for Jewish students to get recordings of lectures, to do um, examinations in safe spaces. It's, it's frankly come to that. We're also aware of uh, a Jewish guy in Sydney who got into an argument with um, some people of Arab Muslim heritage. Uh, now, it probably wasn't a wise thing to 
uh, to argue in the way that he did and behave in the way that he did. But the result was that a group of them decided um, that he should be bashed, uh, oh. ended up in hospital. Mm. Uh, I spoke to him after he was released and he suffered uh, a number of minor spinal fractures, um, presumably by being on the ground and being uh, kicked in the back. Um, that particular case has not been put into the general media and he doesn't want it uh, in the general media. So we're not identifying the suburb or the person or uh, anything about it other than there's been a, a substantial bashing. Um, we've also got examples of uh, young people being harassed, uh, unfriended for uh, no reason other than they're Jewish, a uh, lot of harassment on uh, social media, and Jewish families, frankly, are uh, sometimes taking precautions. Uh, some of them are choosing uh, not to show visible signs of being Jewish. Um, I wear a kippah and a mug and David, which, you know, those sort of traditional things they're, they're hiding. Um, and we've even heard a few examples of um, Jewish people being uh, reluctant to send their kids to the Jewish school, um, which mm. is in our view an overreaction because security has been enhanced significantly uh, at Jewish facilities and it's probably the safest place of all. David Adler, tell me more about the Jewish-Australian contribution to Australia's foundation and success. Well, um, I don't want to overstate it, but uh, Jewish people become very committed and productive in the societies in which they live. Uh, I, I mentioned the, the first Jews arrived with the first fleet. So apart from the full-blood Aboriginals, we have... Uh, longevity of any other group of Australians, uh, at least. Uh, and uh, there are a couple of things that distinguish the Jewish community in Australia. Uh, I'll name one, one cute little one. Uh, there have been two governors general which are Jewish. So, if you like, the local head of state. Mm -hmm. um, and the highest law officer in the land uh, might be the Chief Justice of the High Court. Mm -hmm. And uh, there have been, um, there's been one uh, Jewish member uh, who's held that position. There are Chief only Justice two of the High Court? Yeah. Wow. Uh, there, there are only two countries in the world where the head of state and the highest law officer have been Jewish. Okay. One is Israel, as you'd expect. The other is Australia. Wow. Uh, and you see Jewish people uh, in the professions, in the arts, uh, in business, um, making substantial contributions. So any field mm. you care to, to mention, um, uh, Jewish people roll their sleeves up and, uh, and contribute uh, uh, I think there's also a lot of um, uh, credit to uh, Israel as the world's first uh, government by the consent of the people, uh, that when Moses came down from Sinai, he, he basically offered the people a choice and, and the people yeah. said, uh, you will be our God, we will be your people and, and we will accept your laws. Um, there's, a was, yeah, there's, a, there's a famous line in Hebrew uh, it's Naseve Nishma. Um, we will do and we will hear. And the order of those words is, is, is very important. Uh, it was a commitment to, to do, uh, even before we hear the detail, uh, because of what happened and the open miracles, uh, mm. uh, etc. So, mm. uh, v very much so. And of course, um, Israel has an extraordinary uh, record of achievement in uh, the most intellectually demanding uh, industries. Uh, you know, over-representation in the science and medical Nobel Prizes. Yes. Um, the known as the startup nation for the, uh, the high-tech industries. And most of the big high-tech companies 
Microsoft, Yahoo, uh, Intel, uh, those sort of uh, companies uh, are investing significantly in their research and development based in Israel. Mm. Uh, It's it's a really interesting thing to see and very big. And also, let's not neglect the inescapable fact uh, that it was Jewish industry that uh, enabled turning swamps and deserts Mm. in the Promised Land into productive fertile soil uh, when nobody before wanted it. Um, r- remarkable yeah. achievements. There's a work ethic, absolutely. There's a there's a uh, there's a strong work ethic, and uh, look, I- Israel could not have been established without that sort of work ethic. You're right. Yeah, indeed, David. Finally, um, for those people who care, for those people who want to do something practical, um, and perhaps for those people who should be. Um, called to action. Uh, what advice or practical requests can you make for us watching at home, listening in the car, to to help support Israel, stand with Israel uh, against the uh, demonic attack against it? Um, and and I, uh, forgive me, I accept that Jews don't believe in the devil or demons, but um, the evil attack against it. Uh, and and how can we fight anti-Semitism? Well, um, there, there are a few things that we can do. And we have an enormous amount of information that we make available. Um, we're outnumbered, vastly outnumbered in the public relations side of the war. So... Uh, Here's something Mm. that's very easy. If you were to go to our website, uh, just Google Australian Jewish Association uh, and you'll find the website. uh, Say the website for us, for those people who uh, have a good memory. Jewishassociation.org.au. You can, for free, uh, subscribe to our email list. Uh, That will give you... Um, news and views and information, um, obviously focused on the current issues at the time, and just sharing it on your social media, mm. um, talking about it with friends and associates to help balance up uh, some of the information in the information war uh, is really helpful. Yep. It costs nothing, uh, and it's something that anyone can do. Yeah. Uh, at the other end. Um, we are supporting some of the uh, needs uh, in Israel. Uh, that means uh, the medical needs. Um, the, uh, there have been a lot of people displaced from the south of Israel uh, as a result uh, of the terrorism. I think there's and over a quarter of a million people, Israelis, evacuated from their homes because of this conflict. Yeah, and... You know, there are kids that have been made orphans. There are oh, yes. uh, injuries. I mean, in addition to the over 1,400 killed, there were over 5,000 uh, injured. And look, on a, on a world scale, um, people will say, oh, there have been bigger disasters elsewhere. But Israel's a relatively small country with a small population. If you were to compare what's happened um to say 9-11 in America. And of course that changed America. Well, this is close to 15 times the size Mm -hmm. on an equivalent per capita basis. It is a massive impact uh, and just about everyone is affected. We have had um, a few people, uh, non-Jewish, make significant donations and say that they want that applied uh, for the benefit of the people of Israel. Um, again, there are donation facilities on the same website if anyone is of means and wants to make an actual tangible contribution. Uh, that would be great and we will ensure that it's passed on to uh, the right cause in an efficient manner. We don't we don't engage the big bureaucratic organisations we find um, services on the ground that are brilliant. doing great work and support it. Yeah, yeah, brilliant. 
David, thank you very much, um, Dr. David Adler, uh, for the work you do all the time, um, as well as for the time uh, that you've given me uh, to help us stand with Israel. And um, Am Yisrael Chai, Shalom Jerusalem. Uh, well said. Your pronunciation's perfect. Thank you, Dave. Uh, a great compliment. Thank you, sir. Well, that's it for this episode of the Church and State Show. Uh, don't forget that this Sunday in Brisbane, there is a peace march in support of Israel and to fight anti-Semitism. That's at 10 a.m. at the Queen's Park um, outside the Treasury Casino, starting and finishing there at 10 a.m. this Sunday. I will be there. I think this is worth uh, standing in solidarity um, with our Jewish brothers and sisters, um, and that's a, a good use of this Sunday morning. Next Sunday afternoon on the 26th of November, I'll be hosting an afternoon uh, conference at the Queensland Holocaust Museum, and that will be live-streamed on ADH-TV. That conference is called Israel and Antisemitism. Uh, we'll be having some of the best speakers in Australia and from around the world, uh, both Jewish and non-Jewish, both Christian and non-Christian, Jewish and secular, uh, actually teaching us about the theology, uh, about the history, uh, about the politics of this conflict and anti-Semitism. As I said, this is a very old evil and sad to say, short of uh, the return of Messiah, um, it's probably not going anywhere. In fact, end times prophecy has it getting worse uh, before it gets a whole lot better. Uh, but it is incumbent upon us to keep the promise generations before us made never again. So we stand against hate. We stand against anti-Semitism and flagrant Jew hatred. And we stand for peace. And I certainly stand with Israel's right to exist and defend itself, just as Queen Esther commanded all the Jews to gather, to unite, to defend their lives in the time of Persia. Uh, God bless you and this nation, and we'll see you in the next episode. Today, we need a special kind of courage, not the kind needed in battle, but a kind which makes us stand up for everything that we know is right, everything that is true and honest. We need the kind of courage that can withstand the subtle corruption of the cynics, so that we can show the world that we are not afraid of the future.